Thank you, everyone. Trample on snakes and scorpions. Isn't that the coolest thing? Luke 10, 18 through 20, he replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and on scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Praise God. You may ask yourself, why is Jamie so carefree and easygoing? Where does that big Kool-Aid smile come from? It must be because he doesn't have any kids. No brats running around. Coco Melon isn't incessantly blaring from the TV set. Perhaps it's because he isn't married. No ball and chain strapped to him with a honey-do list a mile long. While both of those are valid reasons, it's much more than that. It's because I've come to the realization that if you lean on the Word of God, if you consistently study it, meditate on it, and apply it, you can trample on snakes and scorpions. If you lean on the Word of God, if you consistently study it, meditate on it, and apply it, you can trample on snakes and scorpions. Now, I wasn't always so happy-go-lucky. In fact, I spent many years in a dark struggle with anxiety and depression. Going back to the start, I'm extremely fortunate to have been born into a family that knows Christ. One of my earliest childhood memories was being left with a church member of Light of Hope when services were held at the YMCA in Chester and looking up at my mom and dad leading praise and worship. One of my earliest fears was what would happen if my parents were to die. It's magnificent how things have come full circle, and I now have the privilege of singing here at Hope Community Church. It brings me tremendous joy, especially when I can hear the congregation singing along with me in praise and reverence to our Lord and Savior. As my family can tell you, the singing of these songs isn't exclusive to this stage on Sunday mornings. I belt them out while in the shower, while driving my car, and even while at work. It brings me so much peace. Singing praises to the Lord, it reinvigorates my soul. It makes it so that I can deal with feelings of stress and sadness, worry and of guilt. I can free myself of those emotions, let it all go, and sing, and sing for the Lord. I encourage any of you who may be timid to let go of your insecurities and join along with us in song. When church is done correctly, like Planet Fitness, it is a judgment-free zone. You'll never find me using this big belly of mine as an excuse not to dance along with the rhythm. After all, I learned all my best moves from the Philly Fanatic. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from the Bible can be found in 2 Samuel chapter 6, when King David dances unapologetically, rejoicing over the safe return of the Ark of the Covenant. I feel like I'm not making optimum use of the stage space. How are we doing over here this, this morning? 
You all look so beautiful. Jesus loves you. My parents are here. Praise God. (laughs) And on this side of the room, I see a lot of spiritual gifts over here on this side. I'm so grateful for all of you for being here. I used to get frustrated when I worked upstairs with the uh, tech team trying to keep Pastor Josh in frame when he darted from side to side, so I figured I'd keep the guys on their toes this morning. (laughs) Several weeks ago, Marissa Hughes gave a sermon about how daunting transitionary periods can be in life. Well, it took me six years to earn a four-year college degree, in large part because I feared what comes next. I had finally gotten comfortable taking the train to North Philadelphia. I knew where all the buildings were located at Temple University. The tech center, the library, the cinema, the food trucks. But would I really be able to cut it in the corporate sector? Sure, booksmarks are one thing, but would I be able to apply that on the job? I'm the first member of my immediate family to earn a bachelor's degree. So I was naive enough to think that this was a golden ticket. But when the recession hit in 2008, I found myself floundering. The only opportunities at that time were low-paying internships and part-time work that didn't offer health benefits. The student loans were coming due and the pressure was mounting. My lack of success led to negative self-talk In my mind, I was a failure. I got down on myself for not having the house, a wife, children, all the key components of the American dream. My worries kept me awake at night. I lost my appetite. Now you know things are getting bad when I don't want to eat. (laughs) Mom knows. The one morning I was so consumed with my insecurities and so fatigued from lack of sleep and lack of proper nutrition that I raced into the Wawa, made my coffee, got a cliff bar, and speedily returned to my car before realizing I hadn't paid. I doubled back to the cashier as soon as it dawned on me. I was stuck inside of my head. There were a lot of negative and racing thoughts. It was very exhausting. I was in my own way. My evenings and weekends were spent in bed with the curtains drawn. I would isolate, ignoring invitations. I stopped following Eagles football and wasn't inspired to pick up my guitar. My family would try and convince me of what a great son and brother I was, but compliments went in the one ear and straight out the other. At that time, I felt that I couldn't handle anything more complicated than maybe putting the trays away at McDonald's. No disrespect to anybody who puts the trays away at McDonald's. When the McRib comes back, they're the first ones to know about it. But in all seriousness, I contemplated suicide, and I had a plan in place because I no longer felt I had any value. I was in a lot of pain. I had a personal demon attached to me that was terrified of what the Lord put me on this earth to do. Selah. The darkness foresaw that I would be on this stage singing for the Lord. Selah. 
It didn't want me to inspire others to rejoice and be saved. The word Selah is frequently used in the book of Psalms. It's an exclamation of sorts that means, what do you think about that? We all struggle with anxiety and feelings of depression to some degree. Major life events such as the birth of a first child, accepting a management position at work, the sudden passing of a loved one, a diagnosis, can leave us in uncharted territory. Some of us have better poker faces than others, but this is why it's important to be kind. We never know what a co-worker, a church member, a family member or friend might be battling in secret. Mark 12, 30-31 instructs us to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. My comeback was a gradual one. I searched for courage in the Word of God. I got alone in my car with a coffee and I scoured the pages of the Bible for a framework, a strong foundation that I could rely on to build a life without fear. I committed Scripture to memory so that when my hands became clammy and I began to hyperventilate and perspire while seated in the parking lot of a business park before a job interview, I instinctively shouted out that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Selah. I started a gratitude journal. And initially, I didn't think that list would be very long. But when I thank God for a roof over my head, for food, for drink, for clothing, a soft bed and a warm shower, love, laughter, leisure, entertainment, and education, reliable transportation, birth in a free nation, say la, I became emotional just realizing how blessed I was all along. As uncomfortable as it was, I began to fight the urge to isolate. I went on walks with my brother and with my dad. I opened up to a childhood friend about my thoughts of suicide, and he got me in touch with a behavioral health specialist. Listen, don't ever let anyone make you feel like you have any less faith in God for seeking professional help. I wish somebody would be criti critical of me about that. You know what I would do? Why, I'd turn the other cheek also, because that's what my sweet Jesus instructs us to do, and then I'd pray for that individual. Praise God. I encourage you all to use Hope Community Church as a resource. I can't express to you what a blessing it has been to study the Word of God with the mighty men of valor, that make up the Wednesday night study groups that Jeff Schmidt has put together, or the first Saturday breakfast at Mr. Sidis' house. We're doing a video series on the book of Acts. It's extremely fascinating, and that's going to be starting back up in October. But, but the love and encouragement and support I received from those men and it being a safe space where I could share and not be afraid that somebody's going to run and tell a bunch of people about what I just told them. That just, it means the world to me. It's very special. Volunteer for a service opportunity. 
Get to know your church family. Take a chance and be part of something bigger than yourself. It can be extremely gratifying doing kingdom work for the benefit of others. You're not alone. You have support. When my fiancé and I recently separated, I thought for sure I was going to spiral. But the very next day, I followed through on a personal invitation Mickey sent me to hang out with her and help out during our yard sale for Ukraine. Mickey brought coffee and donuts. Mama Drox brought goodies from All Door Bakery. Pastor Josh was strutting around in this old western-looking belt he found, like he was the fastest gun this side of Darby Creek. (laughs) We were blessed with hoagies later in the day. We also raised a decent amount of money. Please forgive me, I'm quick to remember what was on the menu. Um, Our pastoral apprentice, Corey Brown, was kind enough to accept my invitation to accompany me to the Italian festival, which was something I typically would have done with my fiancé. You should have saw the size of this roast pork sandwich that he took down with the broccoli rob. I think there is some sharp provolone on that, maybe some long hots. I don't know where you put it, brother. You must have a hollow leg. But he and I had a blast. We looked at some fine artwork. I bought some... um, expensive soaps that were like exotic smelling. I had some raviolis and some meatballs. Um, It was so much better than going alone. I really appreciated that. I really uh, needed a friend during that time, and he was there. Um, So yeah, I I encourage you guys to tap in, because you really won't regret it. There's a lot of great people that that go to church here. Um, If anyone is struggling... Um, I just want to let you know that I'm going to be lingering around afterwards today like I always do inside and next door on the praise porch. Um, If anyone needs help or just needs a friend, please come get my number. I will come to your neighborhood on a weeknight or on the weekend. Look, I can see it in some of your eyes. You're like, please don't. I will come to your house. (laughs) We'll take a walk together. You're not alone. Now, there's been talk about another recession. Gas prices gun violence, monkeypox, you name it. But are we going to be paralyzed by fear? Or are we going to continue to love the Lord our God and care for each other as we would want to be cared for so that we can trample on snakes and scorpions? Selah! Let me pray for us. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to praise and worship you this morning. Thank you for this caring and supportive church family that blesses my life continually. Thank you, Father God, for encouraging those who might be struggling with anxiety and depression or feelings of suicide to come forward, not to isolate, to participate. Father God, thank you for blessing them with the strength to get help and to let others know that they're hurting and to help them realize that they are really not alone. And for all of us that are struggling and who are depressed, help us keep in focus that the victory is already won. And we're just on a hamster wheel when we try to overcomplicate things like that. Because we have a place in heaven to look forward to. In Jesus' name, amen.